Welcome to episode 119 of Morning Kickoff, a weekly Vikings football podcast where we cover all news football. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and today we are live on youtube.com slash Matt Witt, as well as twitch.tv slash The Matt Witt. You can check us out every Monday and Thursday morning or listen to all the pre-recorded podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we have a fun episode. Vikings are coming off of a huge win and now are staying at home to host the Cleveland Browns for the 2-0 Cleveland Browns, almost 3-0 Cleveland Browns, a hot Kevin Stefanski-led team coming to Minnesota, where Stefanski spent 14 years coaching to take on the Minnesota Vikings, who are also a red-hot team. So this is going to be a very good matchup, and we're going to be previewing everything we need to know about this matchup on this podcast episode of Morning Kickoff. I hope you all do enjoy. Do you enjoy listening to this podcast? If you don't, that's totally fine. But if you do and would like to help out, there will be a link in the description that will bring you to my merch store. At this store, we sell t-shirts, sweatshirts, and mugs, and all of the profit earned will go towards the production of this podcast. Thank you all, and enjoy the show. Minnesota Vikings hosted 2-1 Cleveland Browns this Sunday on uh, 12 o'clock Central Time on CBS. Cleveland Browns are one-point favorites in this matchup, and we will be previewing and making our predictions for this this matchup this week on Morning Kickoff. So starting off by taking a look at the Vikings Wednesday injury report, Amir Smith-Marset did not practice with a toe injury. Amir Smith-Marset, our fifth round draft pick rookie, is really just uh, utilized as a punt and kick returner. He's done an acceptable job. I mean, a big increase from KJ Osborne, who was our uh, punt and kick returner last year. Smith-Marset is a huge player on the punt and kick return game, so I would expect he did not to play in this matchup. And we see Osborne or... Uh, D.D. Westbrook playing as a punt and kick returner in this matchup. I don't think it's really going to be Osborne. I'd expect to see D.D. Westbrook be our returner. Tyler Conklin did not practice with a glue elbow injury. Tyler Conklin, huge player on this Vikings offense, and we need him back. I mean, outside of Conklin, we don't really have any depth at the tight end position. We do have this Chris Hearn guy who has not been utilized much on offense so far, and I would expect that to continue to happen and hopefully Conklin can be healthy and play in this matchup. It's just an elbow injury, so I would expect him to be back. Dalvin Cook was limited in practice during uh, Wednesday's practice with an ankle injury. Dalvin Cook obviously missed last week uh, against the Seattle Seahawks, did not practice um, last week and did not play last week against the Seattle Seahawks, was limited during Wednesday's practice and is expected to play this Sunday against the Browns. Xavier Woods safety uh, was limited during Wednesday's practice with a hamstring injury. Xavier Woods, another huge player in this Vikings defense. If we do not see him play, he is questionable. But if we do not see him play, we will likely see our rookie Cam Bynum step out there. Eric Kendricks limited during Wednesday's practice with a hip injury is questionable to play on this Sunday's matchup. Next up, we have Harrison Hand was limited during Wednesday's practice with a hamstring injury. Harrison Hand, uh, mostly just a depth piece on the secondary, as well as a special teamer. And Harrison Hand is questionable to play on this matchup. Anthony Barr was limited during Wednesday's practice with a knee injury. This is a huge increase. I mean, Anthony Barr obviously was not here during team OTAs, during training camp, during preseason, or during the first three regular season games. Anthony Barr could be a big player on this matchup. He is questionable to play right now, but could be a big player stopping Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb in the backfield. It would be great to see Anthony Barr come back for the Minnesota Vikings. Chris Boyd was limited during Wednesday's practice with a hamstring injury, another depth piece on the secondary, and plays on special teams. But the biggest one, Christian Derrissaw was a full participant during Wednesday's practice after coming back with this groin injury and will be healthy to play in this matchup. Christian Derrissaw, first-round draft pick for the Minnesota Vikings out of 
Uh, Virginia Tech will be making his debut in the NFL with the Minnesota Vikings in purple and gold as a left tackle. Now, he won't be our starting left tackle. He will be the backup left tackle to Rashad Hill and likely take the starting role by the end of the season. Huge expectations for Rashad, or for Christian Derisaw. Obviously, he's a rookie and hasn't played anything so far same goes with uh anthony Barr. no team otas no training camp no preseason and was not healthy the first three regular season games so i would expect christian darisau to come back and maybe give him a couple snaps at left tackle but the more we go into the season the more we will see the vikings try to transition christian darisau into our future starting left tackle as right now rashad hill is, is on a one-year contract and is not looking great at left tackle especially in this matchup because the Browns just so happen to have the best right defensive end in the league in Miles Garrett. And we have Rashad Hill trying to block for Miles Garrett. So that's the biggest red flag right there. And we'll get more into that. And then now taking a look into the Cleveland Browns injury report or notable injuries. We're not taking a whole look into anybody but their starters. Odell Beckham Jr. Jr. was limited during Wednesday's practice with a shoulder injury. Is expected to play in this Sunday's matchup as their wide receiver number one as Jarvis Landry is placed was placed on IR. Outside of Odell, they have Rashard Higgins. They have Donovan Peoples-Jones. Two younger guys who have been stepping up when these players have been injured because it seems about every year OBJ and Jarvis Landry have been injured. First round draft pick, Greg Newsom, rookie corner um, out of, I think it was Northwestern, the Cleveland Browns drafted in the first round, was ruled out during this matchup with a calf injury. Big loss for this Cleveland secondary, especially because they don't have much depth at the corner position outside of obviously Denzel Ward. I mean, one of the best corners in the NFL. Outside of that, their cornerback room is not that great. And we will likely get to see uh, Greg. Um, no, what's his name? The Greedy Williams, that's the name we're looking for. This Greedy Williams guy, I think he was drafted in 2019 in the second round, will likely step into that starting role and have to go against Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne. So big role for him to fill. And Greg Newsom is probably the biggest hit on the on that Cleveland Browns team. Uh, Taki Taki linebacker, their middle linebacker, uh, was limited during Wednesday's practice with a hamstring injury and is questionable to play in this matchup. And then their offensive line. I mean, Browns are known to have arguably the best offensive line in the NFL and they're suffering with huge losses on the starting offensive line blocking for Baker Mayfield starting off with Jedrick Wills Jedrick Wills did not practice on Wednesday's practice with a ankle injury Jedrick Wills one of the best blindside blockers in the NFL one of the best second year offensive linemen arguably the best second year offensive lineman in the NFL will likely not play is questionable to play this Sunday but it's looking pretty doubtful at this moment Jack Conlon, their starting right tackle, was limited during Wednesday's practice with a knee injury, as well as J.C. Treader, their starting center, did not practice on Wednesday with a knee injury. So big losses for them. I mean, an ankle injury and two knee injuries, it's big losses for Baker Mayfield because when you close the pocket on him, he can he easily makes bad mistakes. He's like Kirk Cousins. He's like 2020, 2019 Kirk Cousins. When the pocket closes, he makes big mistakes. All right, so now getting into it, there's a lot of a lot of recognizable faces on this Browns team. I mean, obviously Kevin Stefanski, who's been under this Vikings organization for 14 years, now with the with Cleveland Browns and really turned that organization into the right direction. I will always cheer for the Browns uh, as long as Kevin Stefanski is their coach and as long as they're not playing, obviously, the Minnesota Vikings. I will cheer for the Browns. They're in the AFC and I will cheer for them because of Kevin Stefanski. Same way I'm doing with the Broncos because of Teddy Bridgewater. On top of that, they have some other notable faces with Case Keenum as their backup quarterback, obviously known as bringing to the Minnesota Vikings to the NFC Championship in 2017. They also have Afadi Odenabo, who's like sixth on their depth chart. And then their kicker was with the Vikings as well. Chase McLaughlin spent some time on the Vikings practice squad. So, 
a lot of notable faces on that Viking or on that Cleveland Browns team, especially with Kevin Stefanski, who I would like to see him with the Minnesota Vikings as head coach because he is an offensive minded head coach. And that's really what we've been missing. However, I am very happy with what he's doing with the Cleveland Browns. So taking a look into this Minnesota Vikings, what is the biggest red flag in this matchup? That offensive line, Minnesota Vikings offensive line has gotten a lot, has gotten far too much credit so far. I believe right now Vikings offensive line is ranked 10th in the NFL. We are not the 10th offensive line in the NFL. I'm sorry, we are not. And this matchup will show you this offensive line and where we struggle. Vikings have done a great job protecting for Kirk Cousins so far and are great at blocking for Dalvin Cook. However, we haven't played a defense like the Cleveland Browns so far. Miles Garrett right now leads the NFL in sacks with six and a half sacks. No, five and a half sacks is now going up against Rashad Hill, who is a backup left tackle at best. So I wouldn't expect to see a whole lot of Christian Derrissaw. Now, he's our future for left tackle. But right now, Rashad Hill on Miles Garrett, that is a huge red flag. Kirk Cousins needs a clean pocket if we want to win this game. Kirk Cousins has done a great job under pressure. He's done a great job turning uh, nothing into plays. I will give him credit for that. I am a huge Kirk Cousins guy this season. I am riding the bandwagon for Kirk Cousins, and, I want, and I'm expecting a good game against the Cleveland Browns. However, we haven't played a defense like the Cleveland Browns yet. Arizona Cardinals do have a pretty solid defense. That was a great performance offensively against the Arizona Cardinals. However, the Browns have arguably the best defensive end in the NFL. Great secondary on top of that. I mean, Denzel Ward is one of the best corners. Their safety group is great with John Johnson, and they also have Ronnie Harrison. So they have two, I think they're both two first time. I think they're both, this is their first year with the Cleveland Browns, if I am correct there, but their pass rush is excellent. I mean, they had six and a half stack sacks against Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears last week. But again, we have a better offensive line than the Bears, so I wouldn't expect anywhere near six and a half sacks. But with that being said, Miles Garrett against Rashad Hill is a huge red flag because Kirk Cousins, if a, if he has a clean pocket, if he can somehow magically get a clean po pocket in this game, Vikings are scoring over 30 points. As Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback when given a clean pocket in the NFL. Hands down. No question about that. Better than Tom Brady with a clean pocket. And PFF ranks him as that. I mean, statistically, he's been the best quarterback with a clean pocket. On top of Miles Garrett, they also have Jadavion Clowney, another first overall draft pick. They have Tack McKinley to step in as that defensive end number three. So just loaded with first round talent. I mean, their starting defensive front as a whole is very good. So the problem is here, is Dalvin Cook going to be healthy? Because he's questionable to play in this matchup, and it is an ankle injury, so he easily could not be healthy. And I, I'm i not very hopeful with Alexander Madison. I mean, yes, he had a great game against the Seattle Seahawks, but the Seattle Seahawks defense is not the Cleveland Browns defense, who are one of the best teams against the run. However, with that being said, in Clint Kubiak, we trust. Clint Kubiak, over the first three weeks of this match, over the first three weeks of this season for the Minnesota Vikings, have done an excellent job calling the plays. And I'd expect to see the same in this matchup. And that starts with our guy, the guy, Dalvin Cook. Now, you, you probably were expecting me to say Kirk Cousins, but for Kirk Cousins to have the best game possible, you have to start with Dalvin Cook. Establish that run early. How are the Vikings going to establish the run? Because like I just said, the Cleveland Browns are great against the run. That right side of the offensive line for the Minnesota Vikings has been phenomenal, tremendous, outstanding. Ole Uda at right guard, Ole Udo at right guard, might be the best decision I've seen the Vikings make in a long time. Starting Ole Udo at right guard 
over any of the other options we had is a huge upgrade. Last year, we had Drew Samia at right guard. Last year, we had, we had, I mean, we obviously had Dakota Dozier. He was at left guard. Our guards as a whole was just not looking good. I can't remember a good right guard in a long time with the Minnesota Vikings. And I was expecting Wyatt Davis to actually start at right guard. I am hands down all in on Ole Udo right now. And on top of that, Brian O'Neill, one of the best right tackles in the NFL, rushed that right side of the offensive line for the Minnesota Vikings. Not only do you have Ole Udo and Brian O'Neill, who has done a great job blocking for Dalvin Cook and creating an opening in the defensive front for the uh, whoever the opponent is, on top of that, you're staying away from Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is the right defensive end. You rush on the right de- defensive line for the Minnesota or offensive line for the Minnesota Vikings. You're staying away from Miles Garrett. You're targeting that right side. Not only are you rushing it with Dalvin Cook, but you're rushing it with CJ Ham. Once you do that, you put CJ Ham gets the block on the linebacker. What do you have now? At least a first down, but more. Because the Minnesota Vikings will be putting Dalvin Cook one-on-one against the safety. This is the goal in every matchup for the Minnesota Vikings. You have to start with Dalvin Cook. He is one of the best running backs in the NFL. Arguably the best. If you can get him one-on-one against John Johnson. One-on-one against one-on-one against Ronnie Harrison too. That's what you want. That's what the Minnesota Vikings have to do in every matchup. Get him one-on-one against the safety. And it starts with that offensive line. You create an opening. CJ Ham gets the block on the linebacker. Dalvin Cook is loose. Dalvin Cook is going to Cook. And that's what the Minnesota Vikings have to do in this matchup. As I can't trust Kirk Cousins as much as a lot of Vikings fans are. Now, Kirk Cousins, hats off to him, has done a great job. And last week, I was very excited. All of the week so far, I'm stoked. And I think he's going to continue to have a good season, even in this matchup. Problem is, he's not going to have the same pocket time that he had against the Seattle Seahawks in this matchup. As he was great making plays uh, under under pressure, he was great turning nothing into plays with his legs and both with his arms. However, in this matchup, you have to start with Dalvin Cook because they have excellent pass rush. Sacking Justin Fields six and a half times last week. The Browns defense is leading them to a potential Super Bowl right now. The Browns nearly beat the Kansas City Chiefs in week one and outside of that, have been dominating both of their other matchups. The Cleveland Browns defense looks strong. And the biggest red flag right here is Kirk Cousins. Who No, not is Kirk Cousins. Is the offensive line not being able to block for Kirk Cousins. That is the biggest red flag right now. On top of that, Minnesota Vikings. If you start by rushing Dalvin Cook on the right side of the offensive line, now you have the freedom to do whatever you want. Clint Kubiak, hands down, excellent offensive play caller. The best offensive play caller since Kevin Stefanski for the Minnesota Vikings, as well as now we don't just have Dalvin Cook. We don't just have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Tyler Conklin and KJ Osborne have really stepped up into those roles as both as to fill in for Earth Smith Jr.'s loss and really a opening on this Vikings team as we also lost BC Johnson and Chad Beebe. Multiple injuries. These players have really stepped into the role. And now we have four players on this Vikings offense running four wide receiver sets for the Vikings offense. I mean, this ball is going to anybody, whether it's first down or third down. This ball can go to anybody on this Vikings offense. And you love to see it. Clint Kubiak has done an excellent job targeting KJ Osborne on third down, which I thought would be a little risky. Clint Kubiak 
is doing an excellent job when it comes to play calling. And I would expect to see the same thing in this matchup where the Vikings will be playing the best defense that we have played so far this season. Minnesota Vikings offense, it really starts with the offensive line. Outside of that, you have so much freedom on this Vikings offense on what plays you want to run, even with Denzel Ward. I mean, Denzel Ward is one of the best corners in the NFL. You know who was also one of the best receivers in the NFL? Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Denzel Ward, I believe, has been targeted 12 times so far this season, or has allowed 12 receptions so far this season. You can continue that trend. You can target Denzel Ward. It's totally fine, as long as you have a receiver who has speed and is able to make contested catches like Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen with their route running and contested catch ability. You can use them on Denzel Ward as well. So you have freedom with really whatever you want to do. But right now, you have to start with rushing that right side of the offensive line as they have done a great job blocking and you can keep the ball away from Miles Garrett. So this odd this defense as a whole is really going to test our offense because right now Vikings are looking like the best offense in football. Our offensive line is ranked 10th in the NFL. We have possibly the best wide receiver duo in the NFL. Kirk Cousins is playing like the best quarterback in the NFL. Dalvin Cook is a top three running back hands down undoubtedly in the NFL. I mean this offense as a whole and then on top of that, you have Conklin and KJ Osborne is looking like the best offense in football. However, this defense is going to test that. They're going to test that theory because right now, Denzel Ward, John Johnson, Ronnie Harrison, I mean, Miles Garrett, there's more names that I aren't saying here, Jadavion Clowney, that can really, really ruin that fact right now because statistically, we are the best offense in football. However, we're playing the Cleveland Browns, one of the best defenses in football who is really going to test that theory. Now, taking a look on the other side of the ball, the Cleveland Browns offense. In a pass-heavy league where teams pass on first down, teams pass on third down, the Cleveland Browns have been running on 53% of their plays, which is second most in the NFL. So it's pretty clear here. What do the Vikings have to do? They have to try to stop the best running back duo in the NFL, which is Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. How are the Vikings going to do so? They won't. That's the answer. Because the Vikings defense, we might have some great players. We might. Our defensive front should be excellent. I mean, our two defensive tackles, it'd be hard for them to rush through the middle side of the line because our defensive tackles are great. Eric Kendricks is probably the best middle linebacker in the NFL. Daniel Hunter, excellent defensive end. They should start Everson Griffin over DJ Wanham, but there's that as well. It's going to be a problem, though. Nobody's been able to stop this running back duo in both the run game and in the pass game. Vikings so far this season have been really disappointing when it comes to stopping the run. I thought the Vikings would be top three in a run-stopping defense this year. So far, they have not been. Vikings have not been able to stop Joe Mixon. Vikings have not been able to stop... They, they haven't done a great job against Chris Carson as well. Now they're playing Nick Chubb, and they're playing Kareem Hunt the best running back duo in the NFL. So really, the Vikings defense is going to have a problem here, stopping those two running backs. On top of that, their quarterback, their play caller, Kevin Stefanski, already knows this whole team. He understands this offense, the Minnesota Vikings offense. After 14 years of head coach or of coaching here, he understands this offense. But we understand him. What does he like to do? He likes to run more than the Minnesota Vikings like to run on 53% of his plays. I would really like to see Anthony Barr back. This would be such a relief to have Anthony Barr back, and you can have three linebackers out there at once, which the Vikings haven't been doing so much of, where you have Eric Kendricks, you can have Nick Vigil, he's having a great year, Anthony Barr out there as well. I mean, this could 
this might be a game changer if the Vikings do have Anthony Barr healthy. The Vikings can do that and really give it their all on stopping Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, but it is going to be a problem, and I think the Cleveland Browns will dominate when it comes to time of possession. With that being said, like I said with their offensive line, there's a lot of injuries on the offensive line. There's a possibility we'll be able to get to get to Baker Mayfield without blitzing with ease. I mean, Daniel Hunter is one of the best defensive ends in the NFL. Outside of that, we have Sheldon Richardson, great pass rusher. Everson Griffin, excellent pass rusher. We have a lot of pass rushers that we don't have to blitz with to get to Baker Mayfield. And we can capitalize on his mistakes defensively. And then outside of that, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Obviously, that's how their offense is going to roll. That's how they're going to... That's how they're going to pick apart this Vikings defense. On top of that, when it's third down, when it's fourth down, that's really when Kevin Stefanski likes to pass. What is he going to do? It's simple. He's going to target the worst corner in football. That is Bashad Breland. Right now, Breland is ranked 103rd best cornerbacks in football. You want to know how many there is total ranked? 103. Bajad Breland is ranked the worst corner in football right now when it comes to corners who have played so far in the NFL this year. We have to bench this guy because I don't care who he's going up against. Donovan Peoples-Jones, pretty good corner, pretty good receiver. All right, he's not anything crazy, but he's he's a solid receiver so far. I mean, he's built huge. I mean, this man can make plays after the catch. He can easily get contested catches. Route running ability is a little bit iffy, but that comes with time. Bashad Breeland is going to make this wide receiver look like Jerry Rice. He will. Because Breeland is the worst corner in football. And they know that. Kevin Stefanski knows that. On third down, they are going to target Breeland all game long when they're passing all game long. So all in all, this Vikings defense is going to have problems against Kareem Hunt, against Nick Chubb, and against Bashad Breeland, whoever, whatever corner. I don't care what wide receiver it is going against Breeland. That's going to be a problem. With that being said, though, Cleveland Browns offensive line is suffering with some injuries, specifically Jedrick Wills. Vikings can easily be able to pass rush, get to the passer with Daniel Hunter. Vikings can get to the passer with Everson Griffin. This should be no problem for the Vikings to get to the passer without blitzing. And for that reason, Baker Mayfield, just like Kirk Cousins, makes mistakes when under pressure. Kirk hasn't done it this season. I'm talking about 2019-2020 Kirk here. Makes mistakes when under pressure. If you do that to Baker Mayfield, you can capitalize on those mistakes and the defense can come up huge. That's what we're asking for this Vikings defense. We're not asking you to really hold Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both to under rush 100 rushing yards because that's asking for too much. We're asking that Bashad Breeland doesn't look like the 103rd dead last corner in the NFL and we're asking that the Vikings can get those turnovers because it's very possible and that's why for this bold prediction of the week the Minnesota Vikings defense will come up huge Vikings defense will get at least three turnovers in this matchup you want to know who I think one of those turnovers is going to be Cameron Dantzler I I would really like to see Dantzler come out there and get a uh, come out there for Breland, Breland's having a bad game. They bench Breland. Dantzler goes out there and get an interception. I would really like that to see to see that happen. And that's why I do think the Vikings defense will get at least three turnovers in this matchup. And that is this week's bold prediction of the week. So far, we are two and one on this. So this is pretty. This is a pretty bold prediction because obviously Vikings aren't the greatest defense, but getting three turnovers would be huge. And for the final prediction for the Minnesota Vikings, after all of that being said, I think 
Due to the injuries on the Cleveland Browns team and it's at home, Vikings have one of the best home field advantages in the NFL. And that's why that's going to lead to the Vikings getting three turnovers as well. Vikings will come up with a W in this game. Vikings will win 21 to 19 against the Cleveland Browns at home for their second win of the season, moving to two and two on the season against the Cleveland Browns. And that's going to be a very comfortable spot. And I think the Vikings will be second in the division after this matchup. This would be huge for the Minnesota Vikings to beat the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, I did actually at first initially have the Cleveland Browns winning in this matchup. Obviously, they're favored to win this game. I had the Browns winning by three points in this game. However, after the injuries we saw from the offensive line on the Cleveland Browns and Dalvin Cook is looking hopeful to come back, Vikings just have to win. They have to. I mean, this is one of those matchups. I'm not as confident with the Seattle one. This the Seattle game, I was 100% confident, hands down. I said, Vikings have to win this. There's too many points that lead to this Vikings team winning that game. This one's a little iffy. It can easily go either way, but it's going to be close. It's going to wrap up episode 119 of Money Kickoff. I hope you all did enjoy. If you did, be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast for more Minnesota Vikings football-related content. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Morning Kickoff. Have a great day.